I got a nice little, uh, I suppose, professional wake-up call today. It happened in the weirdest, strangest way. I contacted an old friend of mine who um, came and did some studio work for me a million years ago when I had a small project studio and I was a much younger man. I want to say 20 years ago, like it was a while back. And he came in, you know, as a quasi-pro guitarist who was willing to do session work and was more or less available at the time for reasonable money. Like I could actually afford him, which means that he was working for cheap. And so he did some tracks for me and I got the chance to get to know him. He actually did a couple of gigs with me as well. And he was telling me at the time, he says, Tebow, you know, I'm just warning you that things are starting to really take off for me and I'm probably gonna get very busy in the next few months, couple years. I may not be always available as I am now. And he was just saying it as a courtesy, like as a nice guy telling me, this is it. Like, you know, I might not be around for much longer. I might be going on tours and all that kind of stuff. Fast forward to today. And I reached out to him to say, I'm looking for someone. I need a musician and I need some help. Can you give me a hand? And sure enough, he gave me a couple of references right off the bat. He says, yeah, sure, here you go. Knowing full well that he would never think of himself because he's actually super busy these days playing with some big names in and around Quebec and probably internationally for all I know. I didn't look at it very closely but I know he's busy as hell and he's very well connected so he gave me a couple of names and I just sort of looked really fast and saw oh yeah these are good dudes and so I reached out and a couple of them got in touch with me and one of them in particular is like yeah I'm interested I, I could I could probably do this project with you sounds cool T-Ball I'll, I'll have a look at it and I'll let you know tomorrow digging a little deeper this person that I'm trying to you know get involved with my project is like basically a touring artist and is willing to pick up my shitty little cover repertoire and work the gigs in between his schedule. Furthermore, <laughs> he's, he's, if he accepts to do this project with me, he's telling me, he says, Paul, on the days that I'm not available for your gigs, I will find you a replacement. Uh, awesome. And he asks, are you comfortable with that? <laughs> so I don't know if this is going to actually float, if he's just like, you know, maybe throwing me a bone here by giving me a day's grace courtesy to give himself 24 hours to say no, or if he's actually going to say, yeah, I'm in. Holy shit. All of my professionalism is coming to bear right now. And the idea that this could be a potential fit just makes me think like, how professional am I being? How good am I? Can I do better? Can I step it up? It just makes me realize the whole professional music circuit that's out there is, I, I was, I was going to say cutthroat, but let's just say it's a little bit more like do the work. Like just, there's not even, there's not even a question. There are pros out there, tons of them doing the work, making it happen, getting the job done, learning repertoire fast and making sure that the show must go on no matter what, no matter how you feel or what's going on. There's a repertoire. It is the law. You get it done and you fucking perform. Now more than ever, I want so much to be that pro guy, off book, ready to entertain, ready to fucking make an image on a stage as opposed to looking at some chords on a fucking iPad. Even if this person comes into the fray or not, it just makes me feel like, yeah, I, I know what I need to do. I, need, I don't expect it of every single person that's in my project, but I sure as fuck will expect it from me. And hopefully lead by example and show what's possible because man, the bar's about to go really high.
Good morning, bright and early, 7.30 in the morning. On my way to my uh, next step in the uh, hernia saga. It's fucking, it's so weird, man. I really feel for these people that first thing in the morning, what are you doing? Yeah, we gotta check out some middle-aged guy's hernia. Fuck, are you kidding me? No, man, do not sign me up for this job. Wow. Anyway, I'm very thankful that someone is willing to look. And um, so the way that this is working, for, and I'm only being specific because of anyone who might be going through this or will have to go through this one day, and this will come up in their uh, Google search and say, oh, there's some old guy dealing with a hernia. So the next step after having had an ultrasound of the area and lots of, you know, video and pics to educate anyone who is on the doctor's side to say, ah, here's what we're dealing with exactly. Now I'm going to see the first and maybe only or potentially first of a couple, like a consult with a cosmetician, like a cosmetic doctor, you know, someone who does Botox and all of these freaking kinds of things, like necessary or not to have a more serious surgery. That's the impression that I get. And so my whole part of the conversation is gonna to be to say, yeah, it's not getting better, it's getting worse. And every single time that I sing or cough or thankfully not when I run, but I can imagine that if ever I were to start working the upper body, which I've avoided doing specifically because I don't wanna start pumping iron and build that physique that I've always dreamed of having until this is fixed because I think I could really exacerbate it like a freaking idiot yeah let's pump some iron and suddenly you know way to go Tebow you're out of commission for three months like you can't do gigs don't freaking get me going don't trigger me even in the throes of the professional medical system where everything is super hyper organized dare I say that mistakes can still be made it seems as though I had been sent to the wrong professional, the wrong specialist. So the very friendly doctor that I just spent a couple of minutes having a laugh with uh, was apologetic and said, uh, Mr. Thibault, I'm going to try and send you to the right person. You, you need to talk to a surgeon, not a plastic surgeon. Like I knew that. Add up, boy. We share everything, eh, bud? It's interesting to see that even a place that I come to so frequently to find peace of mind can also go through its own sort of chaotic time. The locks in St. Anne's are not the safest place to be right now. <laughs> so they've closed things off to avoid any kind of problems with people getting caught up in the current. So I want to say that this real estate video production experience that I've gained over the past couple of years is really coming in handy as I'm staging a shot for the Cunningham's Got Talent judges so we can do some promotional video. And just being conscious of what's in the frame of the camera probably wouldn't have been something that would have occurred to me, you know, two or three years ago. But now we're doing it. Speak of the devil, there he is, the man of the hour, Jim. I staged the place, so we're ready to go. Ready to go. Let's do it. I can't even begin to explain the significance of this night, the importance of this night. So much shit has happened today. So many just unexpected, chaotic, unlikely things. Unlikely in the scope of my entire past 20 years of my life. It has been a magical day. It started off with just an incredible, just fun time interviewing amazing people. And 
other things happened in the day that were just so significant. And I was telling myself all throughout all of these moments of the day, I'm just going to enjoy these moments for myself. I'm not going to freaking document them. I'm not going to videotape them or have any, you know, social media involvement of any sort. This was a day for me. It's the end of my night tonight. And I didn't even know how to fathom describing it. Like I almost couldn't even imagine turning on the camera to talk about it. <sighs> Confronting death and suicide and music and emotions and the healing power of exploring your passions and all of the important things in, in our short and fragile lives. They came to the surface tonight, but with multiple people. You know, like, it's just, what the fuck? You can't make this shit up. You cannot make this shit up. Because there's literally too many today to even begin. I can't even start. I don't even know where to start. Um, I can't remember which episode uh, of this weekly vlog I was confiding in myself, confessing to myself that I needed the vlog more than anybody else needed the vlog. I still believe that to be true. Like it's enormously therapeutic for me to be able to catalog and sort of chronolo chronologically identify things that were my major concerns in any given week in this whole journey. Yesterday was a fucking overload of highs and lows and emotional just roller coaster. And it was so crazy. Like even thinking about it with a completely, you know, well-rested and sober frame of mind, I didn't realize how overwhelming it was emotionally, good, bad, and everything in between until the next day. And I went out for a coffee meeting with a colleague, a friend, hopefully a future ally, partner in crime, just in recounting the basic experiences of my day previously, I was brought to tears. And she was like, wow, oh, oh, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I don't know why I'm so fucking emotional right now. This is a pretty fucking crazy day yesterday. <laughs> last night, I had the wherewithal to write down all the things. I made a short clip last night driving home. And I, I wrote down in my notes on the phone, like all the things that happened yesterday. Not like any one of them is so earth shattering. It was just like a sequence of events that like, what a day, what a day. You could write a book about that day. <laughs> Hi guys. They looked fake. I was walking by, I'm like, oh, look at those very realistic duck, <laughs> you know, decoys. And then they moved, what the hell? It's kind of the way I feel sometimes on stage. <laughs> He's not real. <laughs> he can't be doing that. Something's not right here. <laughs> you just fucking exploded from the kick drum, you freaking weirdo. Uh, are we gonna sneak up on you, bugger? Yeah, you're like, what, what, what's happening? She go back in? She go back in? What are you doing? This is your new hideout? <laughs> It's like nothing to see here. I wasn't just in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> it's not supper time, man. Thank you.